looking to reduce your energy bills, Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's go! And welcome from me, Paul Kinnear, to the September weekend. The roads are quiet, but I'll tell you what's red hot here in the studio. After the European Games last night, life did it begin at 40 for Michael Bailey's 40th game in charge. And my goodness, the one goal victory over Real Betis by your old team. It's a tournament they love. Yeah, it was a, a brilliant result in the end, Paul. He got off to um, a winning start. That was the most important thing. I thought the first half, there wasn't much rhythm in the game in terms of Rangers play. It looked to me if they lacked a bit of belief, but the last five or ten minutes, they started to grow into the game and I thought the second 45 minutes was much more like Rangers. They got a yard closer to their opponent. They moved the ball a bit quicker. They had attempts on goals, uh, on the goal, sorry, and crosses into the box. So, Overall, it's a brilliant start and a brilliant three points to the, the group stage. He's not getting carried away, is he? We'll no, hear from him. You shouldn't. Yeah. Listen, it's still a work in progress. Listen, that's two games now. I don't think anybody should get carried away. Um, but what they need to do now, Paul, is carry on to Sunday against Muddle, mm. then midweek against Livingston in the quarter-final, then the following weekend against Aberdeen. Try and build a bit of momentum. Um, but as I says, certainly I'm not going going to get carried away I'm sure the Rangers fans won't get carried away and hopefully the Rangers players won't get carried away with the result but at the end of the day it was a brilliant three points Game to game for Michael Beale and Rangers but it's been a good week for him how big is that last night do you think the springboard for him to get the victory in Europe Yeah I think it's a massive result for, for Michael Beale and for Rangers first of all I think they deserved it Paul over the piece in the second half took the game to, to Betis um, got the goal so there's no doubt it deserved to win and it's bad that's now a run of four home games that's game number one which on paper is the toughest out of the four mm-hmm. so with the great respect to Motherwell Livingston and Aberdeen you know Rangers will be able to go and take um, three wins which will get one will get them into the, the, the semi-final of the League Cup and that does lift a bit away from, from Michael Beale but what he do is all that good work last night and then undo it by not winning one of these home games that, that that's forthcoming and he puts himself back under um, under pressure again but there seemed to be a bit of unity with the Rangers fans the manager and the players last night as well which is um, important because if there's a if there's a togetherness it, it, it helps take you a long way Yeah I agree you've got to get that connection with, with the fans and I thought the second half when they got that yard closer and the, the up to Temple a wee bit you've got to feed off the fans they're so important and that you could feel that watching it the atmosphere started to rise a bit and it's important now that they carry this on into the, the next three home games How do they do that? Was it the way they were so committed then? Is that how you bring the crowd in? Yeah, you mentioned it, look, it to me Paul, It's impossible yeah. to play brilliant every game yeah, sure. It's impossible but what the fans demand is you're so committed you give 100% you make sure if you're not having a good game I was always big on well I'm making sure my opponent's not going to have a good game I'm going to get closer to him I'm going to try and upset him and that's what I thought Rangers done certainly in the last five or ten minutes of the first half and it was a big ten minutes for Michael Beale um, at half time and they certainly came out 
the traps and that was more light that the Rangers fans want for, for this Rangers team because you probably wondered if that Matondo break at the beginning when he could have scored it was a great ball through from uh, Kemar Roof and it was a great chance wasn't it? it? It was a great chance I think he, he, should, he could have took an extra touch to go into the goalkeeper and, and get it out his feet but after that they gave too much space to Betis and when you give when sorry you allow good players space and time they can hurt you um, thank, thankfully Jack Butler was in good form and as I said, the most important thing was Rangers started to get closer the remaining 10 minutes of the first half and they carried that on into the second half and they made uh, Betis make a few mistakes, um, play a few long balls, which they're not used to, to doing. Obviously, they like the ball on the floor. So they upset them a wee bit and that played into Rangers' hands and thankfully they got that goal. And what Mark says, I think they certainly deserved the, the three points in the win. What did Michael Beale say to his players at halftime? I asked him what they thought, and it comes down to belief and 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 going for it. And, and the, you know, we've been here too often in big games and fallen a little bit short. And afterwards, the chances have been even. I thought tonight we, in a very tight game against a very good team, we hit the bar and the post. We had a one on one, and we scored a goal. So I think ultimately we deserved to win the game. And as I say, like I was under no illusions coming into the game, the quality that they possessed. And at times I knew it was going to be tough. And I explained that to the team at half-time. Step over the line, commit to the game. Really commit. Not half, not seven out of ten. Commit to the game, everybody. And and uh, I'm telling you, in that changing room there, it's, it's worth it tonight. It's just three points in this group. We've got two tough away games now. We'll enjoy tonight, but my focus is now Motherwell. Barry Ferguson, that's a given though, isn't it? Give everything. Commit to the game. Yeah, you've got it. That that's what's expected of you when you when you play with Rangers, Paul. Uh, and certainly they showed that last night. And you could feel it. You could listen. The Rangers fans have had a tough three weeks with the PSV result, with the Celtic result, and then you had the international break. So it was important that they come back to or got back to winning ways, which they did against St. Johnson, and try and get that connection again, get the fans back. And the only way you can do that is winning games of football and showing that you're. You're so committed to the cause and that's what the, that group of players were certainly in the second half. But I do agree with him. I thought they did lack a bit of belief in the first half. You want somebody to go and drive the team on. And I, I was like screaming at the TV, somebody needs to grab the game by the scruff of the neck. And um, it never happened. And then obviously Tavernier had a couple of balls across the goal in the first half. But I thought the second half, there were some really good performances. I thought Ben Davies... At the back was the best player in the park by a, a country mile. He's yep. he's had a tough time. There's a lot of rumours about him maybe getting moved on. He had an injury. He came back in against St. Johnson, played well, but I thought last night, that's the best I've seen him in a Rangers jersey. And was I thought it? Lundstrom as well in the middle of the park was was uh, pretty good as well. Whose goal was it? Ben Davies? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was Ben Davies. Yeah. Yep. But listen, I liked his interview after it. He says, I'll take the clean sheet and I'll give the goal to Esima. So... That's a good team, mate. But if it was me, I'd be claiming it. Mark. I, I, I thought, well, after one, I don't think for me that the television pictures weren't conclusive for me even watching the replays. But I didn't think Abdullah Seema seemed to question um, Ben Davis. Ben Davis was the first to run away and, and sort of claim the goal. And I didn't see Seema um, arguing with him. Does he matter? Exactly. You know, sure. it's a massive yeah. result, and what that allows Rangers because I, I, you know that's that would certainly on paper their toughest home game out of the three: Sparta, Prague, and without. And Limassol without underestimating them, but that means if you can win your next two home games, which they should be able to do, you're through. Nine points will get you through, 
um, in that section so that's a, a massive step whereas if had they drawn last night or even lost you need to go and do something away from home so even if they lose back to but I'm not saying they will I, I think they'll pick up at least one point on the two games uh, on the road then it puts them in a really strong position Shall we take a call? You ready? Barry, Mark standing by 0808 17 17 700 We'll talk about the games coming up Celtic of course uh, back a couple of days now after losing in Rotterdam They're in action tomorrow at Livy Dundee against Kilmarnock Hibs against St Johnson St Mirren against Hearts and then Sunday Aberdeen I know they lost 2-1 last night but we'll talk about that That was a credible um, performance and result for them and Rangers as we know uh, winning last night they're at home to Motherwell let's go on the line now Regan is on the line good evening Paul it's good to be on thanks for having me again good to hear you good result for Rangers last night I thought Rangers played well Paul um, I thought it was the first time you'd really seen uh, the squad really doing well for Michael Beale this season but yeah I think uh, Rangers did well I didn't expect them to win the game but they did do well um, and what like Matt was saying there it's, pro- it's probably That'll, pro- that'll probably see them through um, if they can do well in the next two, two big matches in Glasgow because it's very, very difficult to to, to, to go away from home and uh, do well in Europe as we've seen with Celtic's record in Europe over the past t- 10 to 12 years, Paul. For sure. So what are you thinking about your club Celtic? How are you feeling? Um, I wanted to get the guys thoughts on the Brendan Rodgers comments yesterday, saying that he was hoping the the board would back him with at least one or two more players. I said this to you guys through the window that I was hoping the 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 board would back Brendan, but I want to get your thoughts on what uh, what uh, sports in this world do you think Brendan was talking about yep. and hopefully the then doesn't weigh into the negativity because I think it's been a very positive start to, to what Brendan Rodgers has uh, done so far mm-hmm. Let's hear from Brendan Rodgers this is what he said yesterday Isn't I think if you look the strategy of the club is that it's sending the younger players to develop and improve I think I've said it before here that uh, to maximise that potential of course you, you need you need uh, that balance in your squad. You need quality, and you need experience, and that uh, that obviously will help and support potential that you have. So, um, so that's something that hopefully over the course of my time here that uh, the squad can regenerate into that that way. Mark, what would you say to Regan? <clears throat> a what's it, I mean, just in general. Um, Brendan Rogers' comments there, you know, they just smack of what he said a few weeks ago. Um, you know, about the 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 activity and the transfer window, um, where he hinted that he, he needs more experience, you know, projects are, are fine, good, absolutely, no problem with that. But you need to supplement it with proper players, players that are ready. And if you listen to his post match comments on Tuesday night, he absolutely nailed it. Lager Bielka, I don't think it's a, a penalty to be honest but he's given the referee a decision to make and then um, uh, Auden Holmes tackles just I don't know what he's thinking about you know so that's inexperience that's naivety and that's exactly what Brendan Rodgers pinpointed that there's too much of that in the squad he needs yeah. more experience he needs more quality and he's saying hopefully we'll, we'll generate the squad um, into that so you know when you're announcing 
bank balances, bank sheets are 70 million. It's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And credit to the business people at the club, credit to the staff for turning players into multi million pound players. But for the here and now, it's not good enough. And the Champions League level, I just think Celtic, the script is so predictable for Celtic at Champions League level. They're okay, they're fine. Looking at them, now, it probably stands to reason when you lose Jota and Abad as injured, you're not get your two best centre halves, you lose Moy, you're not going to be as dynamic. But for me, as much as I've had a couple of big results this season, there's a flatness about Celtic, an absolute yeah. flatness um, about them. And the manager needs proper players in the building. Do you agree with that, Regan? I mean, I think one of the big things for me, Paul, uh, Kyogo goes off injured on Saturday. I mean, I was feeling the worst for Kyogo. And I think that's one of the big things that Chelsea fans want. I mean, Kyogo's the one but of quality in that squad, but I, I think the, the big thing for me, Paul, is if Kyogo goes off, I mean, I mean, um, no disrespect to Kyogo, but he's not, play, he's not, play, he's not play, uh, played much football, so he, I don't think you can really expect O to do uh, much so far because he's not played that much so there shouldn't be too much pressure on him so I just think there's far too much uh, pressure on Kyogo Barry look the model Celtic have is very good right buying younger players developing them improving them and selling them on for big profits but mixed in with that you need ready made experienced campaigners that can help them along the way and I was I was surprised as anybody that Celtic didn't go and and get something to back up a Kyogo. We obviously I know he's got the shoulder issue, but even at that, if he never had a shoulder issue, I thought they would have went and got a, a centre forward. And the biggest position for me was a central midfielder, a, a a real unit in the middle of the pitch, a kind of guy to take the weight off a Callum McGregor who so much placed on his shoulders. Listen, he can handle it because he's a good player. But you need, I think he needs a bit of help in there. So I was surprised. But you can hear, Brent, I think Brendan Rodgers is slightly frustrated that he wasn't able to bring in one or two, as I say, big hitters. He was asked directly, were you content with the summer window? No, window? no, no. no. You, you, I think if you ask any manager, they'll always be, they'll always be wanting more, of course. But, uh, but we work with the, the players that's here. And I'm not saying that in any disrespectful way. I think every manager will tell you they, they maybe wish they could have done one or two more more signings. But the window closed. We had the players that we had in. And I'm a coaching manager and, and we will work with the very, very best players at our disposal to make our performance level the best that we possibly can be. And now we're preparing already for the for the January window and the summer window Mark your journalistic skills I can see you yeah, thinking the think, line there yeah, I think yeah. it was, was it three or maybe four no's um, yeah. yeah so it was certainly a no um, and you know I, I've said it before Paul Ange Postecoglou was, was lauded for his transfer record mm-hmm. and rightly so but it was the first two windows first two windows were sensational absolutely sensational Maida Kyogo Hitati Jota, Carter Vickers, of course, both of them come in and loan. First, assess Celtic's Ranger, assess Celtic's record in the transfer market since they won the first title under Ange Postecoglou, which was in 2022. So, in the last three windows, now this window we don't know because a lot of projects, let's see how Palma does and all the rest of it. But the previous two windows, apart from Alistair Johnston and Aaron Moy in a free transfer, they picked up credit to them for that, not successful. Not, not anybody in that team making yeah. an impact. Axabanovic is so, so coming they're, 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 yeah. 
they're living on three or four windows ago. It's not been good enough. It's not been so you're talking about all these projects, fine, but there's no projects in the last couple of windows and there's not ready made um players getting in. So that that they've got out of jail because of their first two windows, which is brilliant. But there needs to if you want to assess it very, very closely, the two windows after that, and Postacoglu will take responsibility for that. I know he has. I know he said that it wasn't good enough. Um it needs to be better. It needs to be much better than what it's been. Let's hear one bit more from Brendan Rogers. It's time. You know, a lot of young players coming into the squad, coming into the the team. It's like I said before, it's, it's a different team, you know, from even from my grade to come in and, and looking at the players that have moved on and, and players that uh, that we've we've brought into the club. So so yeah, so that's just it takes that little bit of time and, and obviously when you're missing key players, key players can uh, influence the the level of which you can play the game. But thankfully like Zorio Atati you know, he had another, you know, fifty-five to sixty minutes the other night. So that's really good for him because he's he's, in terms of match practice, been been not playing so much. So that's been good for him. And obviously, once he gets up to speed, he show he'll show that he's a, a fantastic player. So um, a few others coming back a little bit later, and uh, but I would anticipate us getting better as the season goes on. Regan, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow at Livy? Um, well. Um, I think I've I'm right in saying Brendan Rodgers has never won at the Tony Macaroni. Mm. I'm right in saying that. I think these first three previous games, I don't think Celtic have won there. So Stato's not in the studio, but uh, <laughs> listen, if you say it, you're probably right. So, what's your prediction? Um, I'll say Celtic two 0 Paul two 0 there is a kind of you know flatness about it, um, but we'll find out. We'll get your prediction. Get better. he will get better. He's an outstanding manager, and he wants time to to what was just you're in a period now between you know now, now in the winter break. You don't get a lot of time to get quality sessions in because you're you know your your Wednesday Saturday whatever yeah. it may be. But they will get better. You just need one or two of the new signs to hit the ground running. Can he make an impact? You know, Palmer to go and rip it up and, and, and show what he's about um, you know somebody else to to, to come um, you know Kwong's look decent as well get a wee bit um, Yang, about him yeah. but yeah but I just yeah Yang I just think that's there's just as I say there's they're not for me they're not as dynamic as as, as what they were and even then you know Celtic look at the, the last six weeks of, of last season even including the Scottish yeah. Cup final they weren't, they weren't great at all they were they, they, yeah. they dropped off of course the hard work got done in the previous nine months and credit to him for that but I don't know that there's a spark missing at the moment for Celtic but domestically they're still doing well enough they're still top of the league uh, but tomorrow's a big big test for him Paul as Regan says it's a difficult venue on that Astro Tough it's a horrible pitch uh, to play on and, and Celtic will need to be bang on it to get three points Here's the last piece from him Barry you might laugh at this so a reporter said to him what's the news on the injury on Cameron Carter-Vickers? Well I think if you look at your notes from last week I will say that Cameron Carter-Vickers is back in uh, 9th of October. You don't need to keep asking every week. And Nat Phillips, we will we will see. And Nat is um, he, he had a heavy roll in his ankle last uh, last weekend. We'll give him another 24 hours. He's he's been out on the pitch today, so we'll just assess that from there. Doing your homework, it reminded me of Jim White and me in the car on the way up to Dundee United. We're on the phone to Walter uh, to get the Rangers update and he said to how's uh, Alec Cleland? Uh, uh, Jim, he's suspended. And I come in, oh, what about Gary Bowen? Um, 
he's injured. You should know that. Do your homework. <laughs> so the reporter was told. told. That was us told. <laughs> Reagan, thanks for that call. Rangers winning 1-0 last night against Betis. Here's the manager's summary. Well done to the players. I thought first half, uh, we had a couple of big moments, certainly with Rabi running away. It was something that we looked at. Uh, he had another chance at the far post in the second half as well, making a run that we wanted inside the fullback. At that moment, when he goes through, you're thinking, are you going to be sat here tonight talking about that moment? We had another chance at the end of the first half as well between Kamar and, and, um, and Abdullah. In between that, I didn't think we showed enough belief with the ball. Defensively, we were OK, but with the ball, we didn't show enough belief. And we spoke about that at half-time. Probably until 35 minutes, I didn't think we actually settled with the ball. And that's, that's something that's reoccurring. Uh, but at the second half, we were much better. We were much better everywhere and, and the goal typified the passion because for everybody else, it's just a goal off a set play. For us, it's four contacts. You know, we win the first header, the second, the third. We're there. Two players are pushing it in. And in tight games, they're, they're some of the things that we need to do more of. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! September weekend here in Glasgow doing anything good Barry got the football coming up Mark as well non-stop all weekend in fact it kicks off tonight doesn't it Friday nights are back yeah. in the championship Queen's Park against Air United and both of them Barry yeah. they need wins don't they yeah, both of them ways, need a win yeah. desperately um, they're in bad runs at this moment in time um, Air United both Air United and Queen's Park had really good positive seasons last year but they're obviously struggling at this moment in time but that's a, it's a must win for both of them so I'm sure it'll be a, a pretty open game Mark some great games not least that one tonight Queen's Park yeah. also looking you know and very ambitious yeah, yeah. They, you know at Hamden playing as well so yeah you know they'll be looking to, to get back on track Air United get, get thumped with Partick Thistle uh, last Friday night but by all accounts Air United actually played well you know despite that, that result they played well so well, I tell you what, I wonder if United might just might just do it tonight. Do you think? Yeah. 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 England against Scotland uh, last week and again tonight. It's the Women's Tonight in the Nations League down at the magnificent Stadium of Light. So good luck to Scotland women in action tonight against the old enemy. And we could do with a run, Barry, up against the Lionesses. It's not going to be easy. Yeah, listen, they're in some run. Um, no doubt about that. Um, obviously getting beaten in the final, but they're, they're listen. They're they're a top team, England. But listen, we go down there. It's against the old, the old rivals. Statement mm-hmm. uh, Stadium LA, brilliant stadium to play football in. So you never know. But that's going to be. I think it will be a tough night for Scotland. You've played in it a few times. I yeah, take it, yeah, brilliant, brilliant uh-huh. atmosphere down there. I love playing like Newcastle, Sunderland, yeah. even Middlesbrough. Yeah, as uh-huh. well was a a really good atmosphere. But yeah, Stadium LA, passionate, passionate fans. Sunderland fans sure are and what are you thinking both about Aberdeen last night I mean nobody thought they were going to win I know they didn't but 2-1 in Frankfurt yeah I thought it was going to be a long long night for Aberdeen but fair play to them they they made um, Frankfurt work for the result um, and I'm sure Barry will just be disappointed at the, the, the goal they conceded for them to take the lead um, but listen they've got to take the positives out of that game and and domestically, they need to start churning out results because he's um, obviously they're not having a great season at this moment in time. But I'm sure they'll go back to Aberdeen, they'll look over that game because Frankfurt are a good team, Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean, the difference in terms of, I think they just sold a player for 95 million euro. I was listening, yeah. and they got him in a free transfer last summer. So that's the kind of teams you're up against. But 
Aberdeen have got to take a bit of confidence out of that and, and make sure um, they get a result this weekend. Because a huge game then at, um, at home to Ross County, but yeah. is that six games now, Mark, without a win? Yeah. But last night, what do you take from it? Will they take a lot? Well, they should do, Paul. Yeah. The, the only thing is, you know, they've put so much into it, it's just what kind of changes Barry can make. But, you know, we're speaking about Rangers next three games. You know, Aberdeen, Ross County on Sunday, midweek, Ross County away in the League Cup, Dingwall. Big, big game, and then they're at Ibrooks on Saturday. So yep. Barry Robson's, you know, he's, he's he's going to have to ask for every ounce out of his squad. And I think, you know, I think if you offered Barry a win on Sunday and a win in the League Cup, I think the League Cup won because it's open to get to, you know, if you can avoid Rangers, a chance to get to a, a, a cup final. Um, but it's still a massive week for for Aberdeen. But certainly progress. Their only domestic victory this season, Paul, still in Albion away in the League Cup, two wow. one. No one a game in the league yet. Need to need to rectify that quickly. Rangers got a huge win last night. What is it with the Europa League, Barry? Is it the the cup that your old club really loves? Yeah, they've obviously they've done well over the the, the seasons um, in the Europa League. Listen, it's, there's still good teams in it, but Paul, Champions League's the place you want to be. Um, that's where the money is. That's where the best teams are. That's where you want to pit your wits against the best players and, and coaches. But listen, they're in it for a reason because they weren't good enough to beat. PSV um, but last night I'll tell you the second half was more like it as I said and I keep, I'll keep going back to it they got a, they got the fans up there was a connection again and they need to try and get that connection back because there's been a lot of noise over the last couple of weeks um, and rightly so because the Rangers fans are demanding that they win games of football but that's a it was a good start at the weekend against St Johnson but last night certainly that second 45 minutes that's what you want to see for a Rangers team fully Grit, determination, and a, and a bit of quality as well at times. He spoke well afterwards, didn't he? Talked about the midfield. Yeah, I thought the balance between John sort of sitting and, and Sifuentes jumping on the line to press with, with Tom was good. We know we've got Ryan Jack. I'm telling you, we've got a heck of a player in Bailey Rice. He's 16, he's not 17 to the end of next month. So when I introduce him to this madhouse, is, and my protection of him is important, but I'm telling you, he's ready. Mark, yeah, I was a little bit surprised that he brought up Bailey Rice at that point. Yeah. But what did you feel about the midfield last night? Yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, it was a bit surprising. I mean, he, he put a lot in the Cifuentes' Cifuentes. shoulders and the build-up to it, you know. And like you know, I said on here before when he signed Cifuentes, he said this is a guy that will take us to another level. Then doesn't he play him in the two biggest games of the season? Or doesn't he start him PSV away and uh, Celtic? Right? But he put him in last night. He read the game well. He's obviously tactically he's followed out his instructions, as Michael said there. He's pressed when he's when he's needed to 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 press, but he, he did put a lot. And maybe he thinks that's the best way to get Cifuentes to to respond. But yeah, he put a lot on his shoulders. But ultimately, Paul, he won any game at that level. It's got to be a team performance. I mean, Jack Jack Butland wasn't he busy busy, but when he was called upon, he's made one or two saves. I agree with Barry, and it's nice to see because he looked a, he looks a lovely fella, Ben Davis. You just want to see him get a wee break, yeah. a wee turn. You know, he's, he's had a lot of. Um, injuries and stuff so for him to come in and, and take over for John Suter because Suter's a big presence in that Rangers team so no, a, a lot of good things um, about last night and, and you mentioned it Paul at the top what a pass by Kimar Roof I mean, that was a sensational was, yeah. ball it was beautiful I mean, yeah. you don't see that often uh, nowadays particularly in, in Scottish football but for to hit a pass like that I mean it was beautifully weighted the way he sliced it takes the Albertiste defence out Again, it, it did kind of stick a wee bit in, in Matondo's feet, but you've got to do better than that. At that level, I mean, he's blistering pace and then just his end product, his end product should have been better. But what a ball for Kimar Roof. 
Barry a lot in there where will we take it up so Lundstrom he was almost in your team the other night you thought I might play him I might not how do you feel I thought he'd done really well last night listen he did a couple of slack touches but listen apart from that I thought he was, he was a driving force and that, that's what I, w- I was saying the first like 30 minutes 35 minutes of the game I was wanting somebody to, to do something whether it's a tackle or whether it's going force him into a mistake and, and listen John Lundstrom in the middle of the park it done exactly what I just mentioned there. I thought he was good last night. I thought Sifuentes, I thought he struggled, Paul Evan Brown. I thought he struggled with the pace of the game. Um, listen, is it the travelling or whatever? I still think he's, you've still got to see the best of him. But you want to see more. He get caught in the ball a, a few times and he kind of drifted out of the game. Um, but I still think there's a, a player in because I've seen plenty enough of him. I've, I've heard people speak about him. He's strong, he's powerful, he can handle the ball, but I've still not seen enough of him yet in a Rangers jersey. And what did you feel about the player that you like, and I think most Rangers fans do, Tom Lawrence? Yeah, again, it, it took him 30 minutes, 35 minutes to get up to speed, but again, Tom Lawrence has been out for a hell of a long time. He just played 90 minutes at the weekend, and um, I was unsure whether he would start him or not. And it maybe look if, if he's got a, a slight calf problem, but that could down to just tiredness but I like Tom Lawrence he's got that bit of difference in the final third he had a brilliant dribble in the, the first towards the first half I think he went past two or three um, Betis players great strike in the second half he was just starting to get a grip on the game and obviously pulled up with an injury and then Sam Lammers come on and he showed a bit that's what I want to see for these new signings he came on and he showed a there's no doubt and technically Sam Lammers is a good player but I've not seen enough yet Last night, he came on, he made an impact for half an hour and now it gives the manager a decision. Listen, yeah. that's what I want to see for him. There's an opportunity for you to go and do what you've done for 30 minutes, for 90 minutes in a game against Mullow at the weekend. That's what Craig Moore said about Sam Lammers um, in the game against Celtic. I, I mean, he missed that chance. He's going to get round Joe Hart and couldn't quite get his foot round it enough around the side netting. But the thing that, that, that Craig Moore said, he was, he was at the game, he said... He didn't go and hide after it, Lammers. He said he was impressed by the fact that he kept going and trying to go and try to spur his teammates on. And well, he technically is a, a good yep. player. You just wonder about his his desire and he's he's a bit a bit. There's something about him that I think he's going to be a success, Lammers. And Tom Lawrence, that run, would you? Ah, and Sandy will be yeah. saying that's a Maisie run. A Maisie run, Paul, <laughs> an old-fashioned yeah. Maisie run. You're just thinking, right, either get your it shot was, in or, or, or lay it off. And for someone who didn't manage to quite do neither, but again, just just seeing players dribble, you don't see it often. Um, enough now um, in the game but but Tom Lawrence is a is a superb footballer and if he can get a run and, and get himself um, up to speed he's a he's a, he's an asset that number 10 role um, is his all day long how's the injury and he, play, he yeah. plays the role really well as well he's he's pretty disciplined when he plays that 10 he'll get up and support his centre forward but also he'll filter back and help he's two midfielders and it's important that you've not got somebody lazy in there and that's one thing that Tom Lawrence isn't I just hope that the calf it looked to me if it was a calf injury I, I hope it's just fatigue tiredness let's hear Michael Beal on that injury he wanted to continue um, so I'm hoping it's just cramp but we'll see we had 
all these games are coming thick and fast now. Uh, I thought Sam come on that she had a good impact on the game as well. So look, we'll wait and see. I'll give you an update on that before the weekend. So no update just yet. What about Ben Davies? You said Barry, probably your yeah. man of the match. Let's hear what Michael Beale says. I've been delighted with Ben. We've had a couple of honest conversations since pre-season. He came back. He ended last season injured. He come back to this pre-season injured, and 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 he wasn't really ready to play 90 minutes up until the international break. He's worked really hard, and then we've got two clean sheets and two wins and so I'm delighted with him he's a good player and, and his record certainly domestically for Rangers is, is quite good yeah listen as I said Paul he was um, Rangers best player last night and what he does is listen I'm, I really like John Suter but what Ben, Dav ben Davies does is he gives you balance left yeah. pegger um, but I just liked them defensively last night. I think there's a lot made of defenders or how good are they on the ball and what do they do with the ball with their passing and, and whatever. And that was good, really good for Ben Davis last night. But what I loved about him is he's defending. He was organising. He was aggressive. In the last two games, as I said, two clean sheets. You can't ask any more um, of a centre-back than, as I said, two clean sheets. bit more from the manager on the strength of the Rangers squad. Yeah, of course. Like we... Um... Obviously, having the, the four injuries of Kieran, Todd, Nico and, and Danilo, there's some quality there that's missing, but we still had 20 uh, outfield players available and training for this game. And As I say, I trust one or two of the young ones to make a step up this season. It's just when, not if, it's when they're going to make a step up. So, no, listen, if you play for this club, you want to play 60 games a season, it means you're doing well. So, come on, this is why we built the squad and hopefully... Um, one game at a time. Hopefully by the end of uh, this little batch of games, we're praising the squad and the strength of it. And that helps the players, obviously, Barry, because they, they must have been aware of the noise around You're always the club. aware, Paul. Yeah. You, yeah. You're aware when you have... Uh, you suffer tough defeats, certainly at PSV. And then I thought there was an expectation in Rangers going into the old firm game. I think if you ask anybody, whether it was a fan, a pundit or whatever, Rangers were the favourites going into it. And um, they didn't deserve to win the game and then that's when the pressure heaped on. There was a lot of noise about the manager and about these players, can they handle it? And the big thing for me was, how did they come back for it? Because you can't hide for it. You can't hide for the media. It's social media now and it's all over the TV or whatever. But they've come back. They've won the last two games. They've kept two clean sheets. But there's still, still a lot, a lot of work to be done. But listen, small steps at a time. They've, as I said now they've got three as Mark mentioned earlier in the programme that small batch of games four home games one one down which is probably the, the best team they've come up against but now they're clear favourites to win these next three so how do they handle that and I want to see the same performance they showed in that second half and if they do that then they've got a right good chance of coming out with six domestic points and then making sure they're in a the semi-final um, at Hamden yeah, I think we need to back it up at the weekend. I don't think we can come off of each other just now. Um, I think we come into the season and what we were seeing behind the, the scenes were real positive signs and then the results and performances have not been in line with that. The first thing is showing the passion and desire. I think the quality will come over time, certainly with results and confidence, but uh, it it's too early for me to start talking uh, and giving the team praise. Let's go again at the weekend. Mark, exactly what Barry said a moment ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Big step last night, Paul. Yeah. Massive step to win any game in Europe. The first one under a bit of pressure, Rangers going into it and beating a good La Liga team, Manuel Pellegrini and Charles. Now you're going back up. 
you playing against Motherwell Rangers should win but Motherwell will, will be stuffy big one League Cup quarter final obviously the league game's big as well we need to keep in touch with Celtic but you know, there's a real proper chance for Rangers to go and um, win a trophy Michael Beals first trophy and there's you know the great suspect to Livingston there's, there's pretty much a clear road uh, for them there's pressure on to, to deliver that trophy Barry do you think Betis were better than Celtic were two weeks ago I thought they were a good team Paul mm, yeah. I, I thought in terms of the way they can handle the ball I th- they missed a, a top striker in my opinion when you're watching them um, that, that's the only thing they, they probably lacked defensively they were decent midfield were, were really good on the ball wide areas I thought they were really good they just missed that real focal point that real top end end striker but as I said it was a, a good performance a good result for for, um, for Rangers and it's important when you're in the group stages that you get off to a good start and and there's a bit of positivity and you get in the dressing room and the guys are buzzing a wee bit and enjoy that moment yeah. but I don't know whether it had been this morning or the, the afternoon now it's about going and preparing for Mullow now forget about what's happening midweek a quarter final you need to make sure that you come out of the game at quarter to five or ten to five whatever it is with three points in the bag and another strong performance The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy 10% off your solar install in September Terms and conditions apply Let's go We've got Barry Ferguson Mark Guidi Paul Cooney here on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy We're going on the lines 08 08 17 17 700 and Stephen is on the line from Kilmarnock Good evening Stephen Paul, how are we doing? Yeah, good, thanks. You, you'd be happy. Were you at the match last night? Uh, no, no. Um, you, Barry, Mark, how are we doing all right? How are you doing, Steve? Hi, Steve. They're good. Good coverage last night, though, around Rob McLean, the commentator, and Super Ali, the summariser. Aye, I heard yeah. that. Aye, I heard that. Emma um, trackside, so, yeah. So, what did you think? Anyway, yeah. I, I don't know. I loved... I, I like the way they played, right? But why can you not play like that every game? Barry, Barry, why can they not play that every game? Well, the proof will be in the pudding, Stephen, seeing Sunday. That's the standard. They set, certainly in the, the second half, I think you agree. I mean, the first half, they were a bit naive. They, they couldn't really get going. The last five or ten minutes, as I said, they, they picked it up a bit. I thought the second half, the standards went up a notch. They were that yard closer to Betis. They moved the ball a lot quicker. They get crosses into the box. They get shots on goal. Now, this group of players need to take that and that's what they need to do they need to take into the game against Murdo and that's what I'm expecting now and that's what the Rangers fans will expect so I'm looking forward to Sunday because that's they've set standards certainly with that second half performance now they need to maintain that Stephen well do you think they'll kick on nobody? I would like you to think so I think you've got to take confidence out of that result last night and certainly the, the, the performance in the second half Stephen because they're a good team Betis I, I, I was saying to the guys there they ah, were, I thought they were really good on the ball I think the only thing they liked was a top notch centre forward I thought in the wide areas they were really good they could handle the ball which a typical Spanish team are, are normally good at so Rangers beat a good team last night I, I'm not saying they were a top team but they beat a good team and they need to take that into the games as I said, they've got three home Barry. games against Motherwell, Livy in the Cup and then Aberdeen next weekend. So I'm expecting that we take some sort of confidence out of the performance and the result last night and carry that into the, the next three home games. Mark, what's your view? What would you say to Stephen? Because that is the big question. Consistency. Can that, they that's what it? a lot of people will be looking yeah. at now. Uh-huh. Right, do you know what? Really happy with that last night. 
no. more people the eyes will be on Sunday when the fans turn up on Sunday at 3 o'clock to see them against Muddle and the people who will be watching it as well on Rangers TV or wherever they're watching it they'll expect a performance and the result now and this is what the players have got to shoulder that responsibility and go and show that they can do it week in or game by game week in week out yeah it's true that's what being at Rangers is, is all about and it's about getting to a point where you're lifting a bit of silverware Stephen so last night's brilliant it's, it's a great start and it's a, I think it's a massive step towards qualification from the Europa League and going beyond Christmas but now the focus is on Sunday behind Celtic on the table need to do better lost to Kilmarnock lost to Celtic must do better so those players ultimately you beat at Rangers you've got to go and win things so to win things you know, you've, you've got to go and win 32, 33 your league games you've got to see off a couple of opponents because you know Rangers they won a trophy under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was great Europa final but there's been nothing yet under Michael Beale in this set of players so go and beat Motherwell go and beat Livingston that's what you've got to do if Rangers don't win all three games in the next seven days and they should they're all winnable games particularly at home in front of the Rangers fans then question marks will come again about, about Michael Beale if Michael Beale can get through this week with three victories I think the big bit of pressure comes off on Paul can be a bit more relaxation but anything other than three wins in the next seven days the question marks and the negativity will come back again and what I was saying Paul earlier in the show they need to start getting that connection again for the the most important people in the stands who come and support you because they're a bit down they weren't happy with the results previous to the international um, games that were coming up against PSV and, and Celtic they've come back did okay against St Johnson most important thing three points I thought last night good performance certainly in the second half and then you could see that the, the fans starting to connect a wee bit and it's important because you need your fans yeah. certainly when they're inside that stadium you need to you need to drag drag that energy for the for the stands into your performances and, te- and I tell you people look at me sometimes if I'm if I'm strange or whatever but that lifts your game 5 or 10% you hear that Stephen the fans they need a relationship with the players you're getting to know the new players the manager as well have you got faith in them? I have got faith in them I, I don't know how but I think um, last night I think we'll I think we'll be alright I think Michael Michael be all kick on but I've got a wee point for you and all Paul yeah. what a football show you've got on done there by the way brilliant I've 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 listened to another podcast, uh, another phone-in. Yeah. Mark, you'll know phone-in. <laughs> um, I've listened to you back in Gimdale Hunting as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you, you, Mark, you're a brown pundit. Uh, Barry, you're my hero. Uh, I nearly uh, fell I, off a chair there. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, yeah. I'm out for half four in the morning working, right. and I don't get to listen to it live, but the night I thought, huh. nah, well, oh. I'm going to tune into Mark and Barry. Uh, but, Thank you, Steve. Aye. Who do you um, do? You're up at half four. What's your job? A delivery driver. Right, yeah. But, but I load my van up in uh, Glasgow at that time and then mm-hmm. I, I deliver in Kilmarnock. Um, yeah. But that's, that's really good. Yeah, nice yeah, yeah, words. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. Stephen, glad you enjoyed really it. Very nice words. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I passed uh, the time through the day. Uh, I've got the earphones in working away, but you've got good pundits. Yep. When I heard um, Neil Lennon on it, I thought, oh no, he's going to be better. But what a pundit. 
that's good. And it, that has come for Rangers fan, uh, by the way, and Big John and all. Yeah. What a thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he, he and Barry were great, weren't they, Neil Lennon? Because I wondered uh, as well, I don't mean better or whatever, I just thought these two, so combative, and they just were never great. spoke to each other that's before right. the show. <laughs> Honestly, John. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, I would pay to um, get Ali and Neil on there. Yeah. That'd I, be brilliant. I know, Ali is, um, he's everywhere, isn't he? We will get him on. He was in here, I heard him on the breakfast show a couple of months ago. He came in, we're in the heart of Glasgow, we're just in the Gorbals, just over... The, the bridge from the city centre and that's what we want know, to be the heart of Glasgow and the west we're in Kilmarnock a fair bit as well uh, that's really nice that you said it Stephen I'm really glad you enjoyed the I, show I, just I, spread the word yeah oh de- I definitely you. I told um, yeah. well, one of my customers today about Go Radio mm-hmm. I hear him on another phone and, okay. uh, all the time and I just tell him to uh, make well, the as you do listen I helped I started that phone in all those years ago it's, it's a fantastic programme but there's a new kid in town and with people like Barry, Mark, yourself, John Harson, all the team that we've got, James, um, the brains behind it, we're, we'd love to hear that from you. Yeah, we don't get it all uh, right, a, but we love our football. Yep. What's a phone in? Uh, oh, cheers. I love it. Do you know what? Thanks. Apparently we're the best in our price range, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen, listen, thanks. what's your prediction then tomorrow, uh, Sunday? I uh, am... Um... I'd be happy to get out with Motherwell doing no bad mm-hmm. um, but Barry have you heard then about Kima Ruth how he got brought off um, uh, do you know what I, I just think he's uh, they're, they're being careful I, I think you've got to manage him Stephen the most important thing you've got to remember that he's been out for a, a lengthy period of time but do you know what see if you keep Kima Ruth fit and the more games he gets he, he, he's a top centre forward in my opinion Stephen he's, he's the best centre forward at, at the club I really like Kim aye, Arruf. oh aye 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 I've got to get away there Barry um, so hopefully well, it was just give him a wee 5 or 10 minute rest and hopefully he's ready to go uh, for, for Sunday what, what about Tom Lawrence do you know anything about that no I, I don't I think Michael Beale says it was, I think it was just a bit of cramp again he's another one Stephen that's he's missed a lot of football so Again, he's one that you've got to manage right. And if you manage him right, I think you've got a you've got a right good midfield player there, Tom and Tom Lawrence. Oh brilliant. Yep. Phenomenal. Who have we got up front then that we could play the weekend? Good question. So Roof fit. Yeah, Roof. I mean it looks to me Roof will be fit. You've got Dessers is then they play a lot. Obviously he got five or ten minutes last night. You've got Matondo. You kick a barn door. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he struggled a wee bit to be fair, Stephen. Um, but he needs to. What he needs is he needs he needs one of the goals off your backside, just to give him that wee bit of confidence, and hopefully it gives him a bit of a lift, and and hopefully he can kick on. But it'll be interesting to see the teams because they've got three big games in the space of what is that seven days, yep. seven or eight days, and it's uh, in I'm my opinion, be, Stephen, it's a, it's three must wins, three must wins for them. I'm I'm gutted for Danilo. That, um, the goal he got up in Perth I thought he'll get a goal and he'll kick on and he'll be brilliant mm-hmm. yeah it was good but to see him th- playing through he, the middle he was very aye, lucky very, yep. very brave but unlucky to get that um, compound fracture mm-hmm. on the cheekbone right. but anyway um, thanks for taking my call boys alright have, 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 have you ever delivered to Barry's house because you're you are known aren't you Barry it's great no. the way you can shop these days well online. I don't know who he delivers yeah. for yeah. Uh, I've delivered to one of your old teammates Naismith alright alright yeah Stephen have a great weekend 
Thanks very much for really appreciate the call. Up from half four, we were heading home at that time. Loading his van up yeah. back down to Kilmarnock, delivering the old parcels. Yeah, they, they do some shifted delivery drivers. They certainly do. And listen, here's what he said about uh, Tom Lawrence. I think you were just coming on the phone when the manager, well, we played this piece about Tom Lawrence. He wanted to continue, um, so I'm hoping it's just cramped, but we'll see. We had... All these games are coming thick and fast now. Uh, I thought Sam come on actually had a good impact on the game as well. So, look, we'll wait and see. I'll give you an update on that before the weekend. And, of course, the Motherwell game at the weekend. Yeah, it'll be a complete different challenge, obviously. Motherwell have got a fantastic away record, I'm told. They haven't lost in, in, in a long, long nine months, is it, away from home? I think I've just been told outside. So, OK, it's an interesting uh, game at the weekend. They've had a week. They've had a chance to look at us and... Uh, it's important that we uh, we don't have too many pats on the back, that we dust ourselves down tomorrow, we recover well, we go. We're right in the thick of the action now. We've got six games coming up in around 20, 21 days. Uh, when you win, you want the next game to come quick and lucky for us, they do this week. Yeah, yeah, no, I like, I like Dave. I've come across him when I was up here the last time. These teams are always competitive, make it very difficult for you. So you know that you have to earn right to to get the three points so be no different this weekend we uh we're anticipating a tough game as i said it's uh it's a surface that's always always a challenge but we we have to cast that aside and and look to get focused in on getting our the quality of our game and uh, and get the points there we are the big two in the first hour no it's not the two managers it's mark guidi and barry ferguson and a great call there from stephen as well in the next hour there's so much coming up this weekend and we've still got some other games to talk about last night it shows you for brighton for example european football yeah, is not, not easy no it's uh, yeah. you've always well, said it certainly away from home yeah. paul if you go away from home in europe and you come back with a point you're generally really happy with that you get a, a win away from home's so so tough and even at home you're coming up against as I said plenty of times even in the qualification to get into the Champions League I was coming up against teams that you didn't know much about but see actually when you you come up against them on the pitch you don't realise how good they actually are they're talented players and last night everybody probably fancied Brighton to win pretty easily but it just shows you the, the quality of team and player and, um, and the competitions Mark I've got a question for you straight after the news I haven't thought of this one the fact that we play each other what, at least four, four times a season uh -huh. because it's a smaller league. Yeah. In England, for example, I know the money's much more, but in the bigger leagues, uh, although they know each other, there's not the same familiarity. Is it even harder for a Scottish team in Europe? Do you know what I mean? Because you, you play in a small pool and you're in a much, much bigger pool. Question of the week coming next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. 10% off your solar install in September. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps we offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation available until 30th September 2023. Tomorrow Livingston against Celtic Dundee against Kilmarnock Hibs against St Johnson St Mirren against Hearts 
Cinch Premiership back this weekend and then Sunday Aberdeen against Ross County after Aberdeen's uh, 2-1 defeat in Frankfurt but no disgrace and then Rangers up against Motherwell Rangers 1-0 of course last night uh, was it Seema was it Ben Davies I'm taking the adjudicator as Barry Ferguson it was definitely who cares it's a goal <laughs> goal for Rangers no, I, I, I thought I thought initially it was um, I did think it was Ben Davis but I, I liked as I said earlier in the show Paul I liked his interview after the game he says listen the most important thing is they won the game and they kept a, a clean sheet and he says they would have been happier with the, the clean sheet and he's gave it to, to Seema but the most important thing is Rangers got off to a, a winning start and certainly a, a really good strong second half performance Champions League early in the week, Mark. I haven't spoken to you since then. Barry was on on Wednesday night. Let's hear um, the manager, Brendan Rodgers, speaking a bit more about the Feyenoord result and the game itself. Well, you always have to try and do it, no matter what game you're playing, if, especially when you lose, is have that balance and and common sense approach to it. I think that when I when I look back on the game, like I felt in the game, the, the players, they were applying maximum effort at the level, uh, were well in the game. Unfortunate to be behind it at, at half time, um, and of course when you when you get down to nine men, it uh, becomes really really difficult in any game, but in particular at the highest highest level. But what I will say is the players they kept going, they showed a great spirit right to the very end, and actually the two 0 scoreline might be invaluable for us later later down the line because uh, we play Feyenoord in the last game, and if it comes down to goal difference that could prove very, very important for us. Mark, what's your take on the other night? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for the first, you know, 45, 46 minutes, Celtic, we're mm-hmm. comfortable well in the game. I think we spoke about it, you know, last, last year, part decision-making in the final third. That's the difference between success and failure at that level. When they're playing at a high, high level, Feyenoord were, were a good team. I don't think they were any better than a good team, just a good team. Um, weren't dynamic, you know, weren't like you were saying, oh my God, you know, one of those kind of tight nights. wasn't like that. Um, at all um, Hatati's got to just slip through Kyogo I mean at that level just lift your head and play the three yard pass and roll it into his pass to give him um, a one on one but he doesn't do it he makes the wrong choice I mean you don't make the right choices then ultimately you'll, you'll, you'll suffer lag a bell I don't think it was a penalty I don't think it was a second yellow however he's given the referee a decision to make should be better than that and I know about Brendan Rodgers there's naivety and but even so that just and then um, Tiago Holmes I mean what's he, what's he thinking yeah. about I mean seriously that is a red card all day long you know to go down to nine men see, you're see absolutely killed that I was you know? saying about Lagar Belka he's got to be aware that the ball was actually yeah. going through to Joe Hart yeah. and that's the issue that I, I, I was thinking to myself you've got to understand the situation you're in at that moment in time and, and that's why I think he cost Celtic that, um, that penalty especially now with VAR because they look at yeah, everything. Yeah, they, they do. And, you know, and it could have been four. I mean, the two goals that, that, that finally were disallowed when you're talking marginal six inches um, either way. But, you know, now Celtic have got, have got a mountain to climb, Paul. Like I said, they, you know, the fact that they've lost uh, they've lost in Rotterdam, you know, I, I can see final definitely getting to to five points. So that might mean that Celtic maybe need to get to six points to get into, to get into third spot. Um, it's a tall order yes I've got three home games to come but the record at Parkhead and European games hasn't been decent for a decade or so you know so that it's all that you're, you're thinking I sell to win a couple of their home games they'll, they'll, be, they'll, they'll be fine 
at some point they'll, they'll reverse the trend but at the moment there's no evidence to suggest that Celtic for example next one beat Lazio uh, at home where's the evidence to suggest that's going to happen I hope it happens it'd be brilliant to see it happen in front of 60,000 Celtic fans and get their, their Champions League um, you know off to a, a delayed start one year home game but it's just it, it, it's tough and like they say there's just Callum McGregor Kyogo Joe Hart they're missing their two big hitters at, at the back Alistair Johnson they need a hand pull and there's just for me there's just not enough round about them at the moment to, to, to give them that help that they need at that level but if you look at Lazio it's not many years that many years since they beat them yeah are Lazio much better than Real Betis because Rangers have managed to turn yeah. well, not in the Champions League last season but they've done so well in Europa League can Celtic get a bit of form at home in the Champions League well, well, well they need to otherwise yeah. they're going to finish bottom on the time for I mean yeah. you know last season two points from, from six games some wonderful performances great for 55 60 minutes created some brilliant chances but you know just didn't take them in front of I mean missed five or six sitters over the course of those games and then switched off once or twice at the back and were punishing tired legs and tired minds as well with the way that Postacoglu wanted them um, to play but they, they, they need to start winning at home. Like, like, like I said last night, you look at Rangers, tough game, but what a springboard that gives you mm-hmm. to win yeah. your first home game. I mean, it's massive. I think that sees Rangers, for me, 75% of the way through that one victory. So Celtic need to find a way, albeit the Champions League's a level up from the Europa League, but Celtic need to find a way. The way it was, dare I say it, you know, in the, in the, the early noughties with Martin mm-hmm. O'Neill and Gordon Strachan and, and Neil Lennon's first time, they were taking big scalps. And I know the big clubs have got richer and they've got better players and the gap's bigger, but just try and find a way. If the Celtic fans can stay with the Celtic team against Lazio, like there was last night with, with Rangers, then there's a, there's a chance. But I just think that, <clears throat> I think for that level, Paul, looking at them just now, um, I think Celtic are just a, a bit short, uh, you know, even if finish in third place, Paul, I think it might just be beyond them. Barry, what do you feel now about Celtic? Well, sometimes I think you've got to be honest, right? And sometimes you, you think to yourself, I'm coming up against a better team. So what you've got to do when a better team comes to Glasgow, whether it's Celtic Park or Rangers, my mindset was, I've got to upset them. I've got to, got to make them feel uncomfy. Because when you allow good players time in the ball, they're going to do you a bit of damage. So when Lazio come to town, Celtic need to be down their throats make it unsettling for them uneasy and then that's what these these teams don't like that they don't like it generally in their leagues they get a bit more time and a bit more space to go and strut their stuff so when when Lazio come to town similar to what Rangers done last night in the second half they forced Real Betis into mistakes playing long balls which Real Betis don't like to do they like to get the ball down and take three and four touches and nice intricate passing and that's why they look so good in the first half hour. That kind of changed the last five, ten minutes of the, the first half. Certainly in the second half, Rangers were a yard close at them, as I've mentioned before. And that's what Celtic need to do when Lazio and Atletico Madrid come to Celtic Park. Because, as I said, I, genuinely nine times out of ten, I felt if we done that as a team against the, the, the bigger opponents mm. and the better opponents, then you would get them frustrated and they didn't like that side of the game. But unless I'm mistaken, I'm just trying to think the last time that Celtic in, in, in Europe, particularly Champions League, but well, they pulled one out the bag. They, they thought, oh my God, what a result that is. And unless I'm mistaken, for me, it's Barcelona 2012, where you thought, oh, didn't see that coming. 
Well, Lazio, would you class Lazio? It's, it's Europa League, Barca. Paul. Yeah, yeah, okay. and it's, okay. you know, yeah. listen, don't get me wrong, it was a big achievement. I'm not taking anything away, but yeah. in terms of like really pulling one out the bag, you think, oh, and that's listen, it'll happen at some point. You know, they, they kind of keep going on that run, and then it'd be great if it was October the 4th at home to Lazio. But I'm just saying, I, I can't see the evidence just now to suggest I can see Celtic. Really doing doing something and pulling one out of the bag. I don't. I hope I'm wrong, but at the moment I don't see it. Stephen D's been on the socials at Go Football Show. Uh, we talked to Barry about it the other night. What did you make about the goal and the wall, for example? Let's hear what the manager said afterwards. Yeah, no, no. Listen, we uh, we talked about it inside. It's I like the players to make decisions, and and there was a decision in the game to to change the wall, thinking that something else might happen. But you have to then make sure the wall is correct, otherwise you get done. So it's it's a very very small detail, but if you don't look after it, um, you end up uh, conceding. So it was bitterly disappointing at that stage because we had played well in the game. Mark, what do you feel as a former keeper? Yeah, I mean, you know, first of all, you look at you look at Kyogo. Um, yeah, he's turned his yeah. back on it. It's, it's just that, that that's you know it's not acceptable. You're in the wall. You, you need to be brave. If you've got any doubts about your your bravery, don't go in the wall. So he's there. He's turned his back. He's he's, he's gone side on rather than keeping your body straight. Um, that's given Joe Hart a problem. Yeah, I would expect Joe Hart to save it. If you're playing for Celtic in the Champions League, you should be able to get a, a hand in that. It's, it's taking a skid off the surface, taking a wee swerve. Um, but I like Joe Hart. I know a lot of Celtic fans are um, are they having him, but. I like Joe Hart and I'd have expected Joe Hart to, to save that and I think he'll be disappointed himself that he hasn't but Kyogo as well didn't cover himself in glory But and that, and that set the tone Paul you're in it 0-0 at half time what a chance you've given yourself um, but Celtic just shot themselves in the foot I mean Brendan Rodgers has said he's no doubts about Joe Hart despite yeah. you know what happened the other night these things can happen Paul Joe Hart at the Hydrox a couple of weeks ago made a couple of brilliant yeah. saves you know he, yeah. he really did he was a big presence and a cauldron that that day, you know, Celtic were up against it, fifty thousand fans, um, getting away with, 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 you know, not losing that 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 goal. We thought they were they were very fortunate, and when he needed to be, Joe Hart showed the composure and the leadership of a of a top goalkeeper on a big stage, and ultimately domestically, Paul. That's what it's all about, winning your title. And of course, he saved a penalty the other night. I think that's his yeah. first save, penalty save as a Celtic player. Barry, what do you feel about it? You've had a couple of days to think about that free kick and uh, the goal. Yeah, I think the wall, first and foremost, has got to do its job. But I'm surprised that Brendan Rodgers says it was a player's decision. Yeah. Generally, I mean, I spoke about this the other night and Wednesday. The managers that I played under, it was written on the board. Mm-hmm. Who's inside the post? who's next to him, so forth, and who's outside the post. Um, so I found that. Um, but maybe that's a modern day way of, of doing things. But you can't you can't turn your back. You've got to take a, a hit in the sore ones, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> listen, you, you have. It's, it's plain and simple. That's the reason why you're in the wall to, to stop the ball figuring in the net. I know the goalkeeper's there as well. Yeah. I think if you ask Joe and known Joe how honest he is, he'll say that he could do better. But I don't think the wall helps him. Jack's been on. Question for you, Barry. Earlier on, the manager was talking about Bailey <clears throat> Rice. Um, why did he mention him? Obviously, he's somebody to look out for. He said he's 16, he's not 17, the midfielder, until late next month. Well, he's obviously in his thoughts, yeah. which I, I love, and I've said this many a times, I just love seeing young players coming through and, and breaking on the scene, and maybe this will be his opportunity. Rangers have got a few injuries. I still don't think he knows his best midfield three are. Yeah, 
And I've seen this young man a couple of times. I've heard quite a number of people speak highly of him. He can handle the sort of occasion, um, whether that's going into the first-team environment and playing in front of 50,000. So for me, do you know what, Paul? Mm -hmm. See if he's good enough. Give him the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Give him the opportunity. Because looking at him physically, he looks to me if he's big enough and strong enough to, to, to handle it. Listen, I don't think you can expect him to come in and and play the next 25, 30 games. But hey, listen, you never know. He might come in and be sensational. But for me, listen, if he's shown enough in training, and quite a number of people have said is, is speak sorry highly of him, we'll give him the opportunity and hopefully the young man goes and grabs it with both hands. And as I said, there's nothing better in football than seeing a young man coming through the ranks and and making that first step into uh, first-team football. And hopefully if he does that, he's got a long, successful career in front of him. He's going to be on the pitch, isn't he, this weekend? I'm just looking, according to Wikipedia... Got him from Motherwell. Yeah, from Motherwell. His birthday's the 4th of October, so there's not much time left to play him, age 16. Yeah. Do you think you'll see him on Sunday? I would love to see him. Yep. Do, do you think but you'll wait, see wait, him? Whether, it's, whether he's going to start or no, yep. another thing, but... Listen, he's made a couple of appearances... Mm. You've seen flashes. I, I think he's um, yeah. He certainly get the the attributes to to be a, a first team player. It's just been given that opportunity, and when you're given that opportunity, it's going as I said. We we grabbing it with both hands, and hopefully he gets that opportunity. Mark, it's great to see great yeah, young it, players. It's brilliant. I mean, it's a stream. Yeah. You know, if the manager doesn't select him on Sunday, whether it's from the start or give him time on the pitches or something, it's going to look a bit strange because he's brought him in from nowhere and have just won a European game and all of a sudden you, you think that Bailey Rice has come off the bench and made an impact last night but it's come from nowhere so yeah I would find it strange if you give the boy a, a build up like that and bring him to the attention of the supporters like you think right well he must be in his thoughts for, for Sunday and also as well listen I know the demands are different from playing from for, for Rangers and everything that comes with that the expectation level seven days a week but you look at that Motherwell team they got young Lennon Miller in it you know yeah, a, a really yeah. good um, young talent so yeah why not go and throw uh, Bailey Rice and and the thing is now compared to this time last week what we've been talking about there's a good atmosphere there's a togetherness to moment between the fans and the players so if you're going to introduce a youngster and just let him feel his way and he might make one or two mistakes but you, you support him you don't go on his back then it would strike me as being the ideal time to go and do it and the fans and the stands will, will be right behind the, the young man if he's, he's given the opportunity whether that's for the start or coming off the bench but listen other clubs have shown their willingness to go and give young players an opportunity Mark's just mentioned young Lennon Miller who's been um, he's been brilliant for Mother let's be honest and I know I'm going away for Scottish football yeah. Ben Doak gets his start yeah. in, in um, Europa League <clears throat> for Liverpool so listen I'm a big believer in see, as long as they're physically in good condition in terms of it's a man's game they're coming into but that's mm. Bailey Rice looks of a he's got a good size about him and certainly he's got the, the technical abilities um, to to go in and, and not look out of place and I would love to see him Paul and just go and grasp that opportunity Mark Celtic fans will be thinking oh Ben Doak <laughs> if only <laughs> he'd stayed a bit longer but he was obviously told by Klopp I would imagine, look, you are destined for the first team in the squad, you know, within a year or so, because he's only just 17, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a wonderful um, talent and um, yeah, there's no doubt that Jurgen Klopp played a, a, a part and enticed him 
um, to Liverpool it's unfortunate he left Celtic unfortunately left Scottish football and um, you know you've just when, you, when you're a club up here and you have talent that you know just make sure that, that, they, that you look after them properly and give them you know every possible chance to, to go and be a, a success because that could have been uh, there was a, a chance that that would have been a, a multi-million pound player for so I think as it was they get a five or six hundred grand um, you know border fee um, for him but um, yeah it's a pity that Celtic lost him See yeah. another thing with these like talking about Lennon Miller yeah. and possibly Bailey Rice mm-hmm. Ben Doak it's brilliant for the national team Isn't as it? well yeah. brilliant and Billy Gilmer your boy and that you mentioned him I remember on here years ago I hope he's not my boy <laughs> <laughs> breaking news but what, what a talent and you know you saw him years ago at Rangers uh, and we had him on the show the other night thank you Jim for that one but it's great to see him playing as well yeah because listen yeah. we were on the show the other night and we were speaking about it listen he's been through a few tough periods already in his young career Norwich mm-hmm. never went yeah. well for him left Chelsea to go to Brighton Manager leaves two weeks later and goes to Chelsea. He finds himself out of the team. But listen, one thing that shows me is he's got a good mentality to go, roll his sleeves up, work hard, and he's got back into the Brighton team. And also he lost his Scotland place. Mm-hmm. So he's got back into the Brighton team and also he's retained his, his Scotland place. And as I said, listen, it make, makes me smile when I see young players come through. I, I was lucky enough to come through a, a youth system. It is really hard. Yeah. You need a slice of luck as well, but seeing these young players come through and hearing what people are, are saying about them and listen, I've watched a, a few of them myself um, there's nothing better than seeing young players come and, and show what they're made of. Going to go through all the games next. Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps, we offer bespoke solutions. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. The weekend is here and we absolutely love the weekends especially when we've got a full card Saturday oh, and Sunday and this is cracking me up tonight this yeah. is brilliant you're up for the weekend aren't we oh, yep. yeah. you'd oh. bite my arm off wouldn't you to uh, just <laughs> <laughs> straight straight to the game tonight oh, Queen's yeah. Park oh, against big United big, big for both there? these teams no <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah maybe for way in time yeah it could be yeah, that'd be a great game down. tonight well, yeah we'll for sure two good yeah. footballing teams like, championships are great it's yeah. a great league Paul Great league. Absolutely. And who is going to come up this season? Shall we look at the games in the Championship mm-hmm. as well uh, tomorrow? Any word in Inverness? Darren Aday is one of the, the key candidates. Yeah, and there's another one like quite the day, Jamie yeah. McAllister, who was the yeah. uh, assistant manager, oh, yeah. Lee Johnson. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. He's another name that's been mentioned. So it's Darren Aday, Jamie McAllister, I think Liam, Liam Fox. Fox. Yeah. That's the three front runners. I was thinking maybe Neil McCann because he was there previously mm-hmm. yeah. and I know Terry's looking to get back into the management side of things so mm. you never know. Mm. Known as Terry because of the programme wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Which one was that again? Leave it out Dave. <laughs> <Is it minder>? <laughs> <laughs> for, for those under what? Oh, still, still, still yeah. reruns. That's great oh, stuff isn't it? The still, reruns. No, still reruns. I, I'm off to Queen's Park against Air United tonight. And yeah. looking forward to that game. We've got Airdrie Wraith Rovers tomorrow. Barry's favourites uh, to come up. 
Uh, Dunfermline against Morton. Leslie Ann will be looking for that one. Dunfermline, a great result for them the other week. Inverness looking for those first points against Dundee United. And Patrick Thistle against our broth. That could be a, is there there's often a bounce back, Barry, isn't there? You know, for Inverness, they lose the manager. Yeah, I, I was just yeah. Paul, seriously, I was just thinking about that there. Like Dun United going up to, to Inverness. And don't be surprised if Inverness get that that uh, needed three points. But it was interesting to hear that. I, I thought it was a bit harsh on Dodgy having been on. We spoke about it on Monday, didn't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Um and if you listen back to his interviews, they but they're actually playing good. They're just struggling to to get the ball in the, the, the back of the net and he was confident that he could get them back to winning ways but listen they made a decision which is I think the wrong decision but listen yeah. I, I'm no in charge up there and it'll be interesting to see how they go on tomorrow but don't be surprised if Cali Thistle take mm-hmm. the three points off Dundee United I, I mean I wouldn't surprise me if John Robertson wants it anyway he wants a job and if he's if it's an addition for him uh, tomorrow and, and they win and he puts himself in the driving seat certainly you know maybe take it on into the, to the end of the season with Charlie Christie, so there's certainly names being bandied about, but I think that John Robertson's in the in the driving seat for it. What are you thinking of Partick Thistle tomorrow against our broth? Our broth have been brilliant, Paul. Yeah, past couple of weeks, back, some really good yeah. results. So it was a slow start, and, and Dick Campbell just never write him off. But then Thistle four 0 against United last week. They were, I thought that there would be a hangover. Being honest, at the Jags after losing uh, the playoff in such circumstances. Um, they lost a few June, players but, as well yeah they did but yeah. there's not been credit to Chris Doolan a young manager rookie manager but he's certainly got them going Brian Graham turning up and, and, and getting a turn um, still so uh, a tough one to, I think they're all tough games to call every week Paul mm. in, in the championship but home advantage probably fancy Thistle tomorrow he cracks me up Dick Campbell I mean what a job yeah. <laughs> what an unbelievable job he's he's doing there part time their budget's easily the lowest mm. in the league um, and they, they churn out some brilliant results as much fish as you can take home <laughs> at the end isn't it because the great fishing port up the there bro of smokies yeah absolutely yeah. isn't yeah. it the bro smokies ah, indeed yeah. Oh, well done yeah, yeah. Gayfield yeah. Oh, no. no I was speaking to Harry Fraser one of the directors at Peterhead oh, yeah. uh, last week and uh, these people with their businesses or whatever they do and they give so much time to the football clubs mm. all over the yeah, country they love football. It's, it's remarkable yeah, yeah. And he was, you know, that's a well run club Harry Peter Fraser Head. Oh, Peter Head. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, it's actually they were flipping Very all the nice wee stadium, yeah. well looked after. Is when it? you go up there after yeah. the games, they put yeah. a right on the water, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, put a brilliant spread on for you as well. Um, and as you're right, yeah. they business won't they put a lot of their hard end cash into yeah. the, the football clubs just because listen, that's their club, isn't it? Is it one of your favourite towns? I'm going somewhere with this. Peter yeah. Head. My yeah. granda. My grand and granda were up there. I used to go up there on my holidays. I thought it was just because it was called the Blue Tune. No, <laughs> you loved it. No. Is that right? Did you? Yeah. yeah. No. Wow. Yep. Used to go up there yeah. as a, a wee nipper uh-huh. um, with my mum and dad up to my gran and grandas. Fantastic. Or right. Peter Head. Yeah. Any holiday places you can tell yeah, us no, about? Of course, in the early the only, days. Yeah. The only reason I'd have been yeah. Peter Head is for the jail. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Some of your writing no, has been criminal. No, <laughs> hey, no. Uh, no, did I like no. my. I, I liked Tavi more, Paul. Oh, yeah. Going on holiday oh. to, uh, when I was a boy he was uh, to. to to Avi Moore, Avi Moore yeah. uh, was was uh, yeah. nice. Maybe I'll cut a tight Morkum. Yeah, Morkum. Okay. I'm just fading you down. Now. Yeah. <laughs> One would have been enough. Blackpool <laughs> used to love Blackpool. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. And then my dad got a good bonus. It was Torquay. Oh, is that oh, right? Oh, down, right? Right down. Forty tills. Yeah. <laughs> Basil, is that not the funniest thing ever? For, apart from uh, Grado in the morning, along with Crofty, 
Faulty Towers. Yeah. Do you like the humour in it? Yeah, yeah. love it. Remember the episode the the most of them are cancelled. Oh. But oh. Uh, no, it's absolutely oh, genius. brilliant. Genius. Right, where are we going now here in the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy? Where did you go? You've not told us where you went. Blackpool went or St Anne's just next to remember. Oh, St Anne's. Love St Anne's. That's the posh bit. Is that the posh bit? No, no, we were just... Yeah, Morris Crescent Blantyre in the scheme. That's where it was. Then it's Saint Anne's, that. Yeah, all the way up, up the Highlands, you oh. know, and up the Trossachs as oh. well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the Go Radio Football Show. Let's look to this weekend. Let's hear from the managers. <laughs> in fact, uh, <laughs> Brendan Rogers was speaking about Liam Scales. Now we would have thought he was up at Aberdeen by this time. It's not the case. He's at Celtic. I think he's been excellent. I think now he feels really happy that he's he's created some sort of identity here. I think when he was in before and and you're maybe a bit part player, and then he had his time out on loan, comes back in the summer and probably thinks he's, his future is maybe away from here. But um, he trained really well over the course of pre-season and it was really just about timing and taking his opportunity. And like you say, I think the, the Ibrox game was a, was a massive game for him. It's the biggest challenge, I still think, for any Celtic player to go, and especially with no supporters in there. But he stood up strong to that, and it was excellent. I went Feyenoord the other night. As you say, I thought he was very, very good, um, very composed. And for someone who's he's not been near to that level, with the greatest respect, I thought he, he played with a real composure and, uh, and and was really, really competitive. So, um, so yeah, so he just, he just has to keep focused and stay calm and keep working hard and and take those performances and make them as consistent as he can be. That's remarkable, Barry, isn't it? Uh, Liam Scales, and he's proved to be the best of the central defenders in the last uh, 10 days or so. Yeah. Well, yeah. listen, Paul, it looked to me if he's, he was on the road out. Um, and it looked if he was going to be going back to Aberdeen, but it's, it's crazy how football works out. Injuries, yeah. um, a lot of new signings come in in that area, obviously, injuries and, and whatever g- g- gives him that opportunity. And I'll be honest with you about William Scales, I think each game he's getting better and better. And I thought watching the game on Tuesday night, he was Celtic's best player. Mm-hmm. I did. I thought he was solid, good on the ball, composed, and fair play to him. Fair play to him. Um, he's, he certainly gave Brendan Rodgers a decision to make when people are back fit and ready to play. But it's the same as Ben Davis, you're just that balance with him being right. left-sided. Yep. Well, it's the same with Ben Davis at Rangers and Liam Scales. What a, what a find he's been because imagine they had let him go early in the window to get to Aberdeen. They'd really be up against it just now. So, um, like I said, domestically as well, to turn on that performance that he did at Ibrox and help Celtic get a clean sheet in that day really helped show things up. So, yeah, credit to Liam Scales. He's been terrific. And especially when, I mean, there were Celtic fans saying it's going to be Rangers day before it when they saw... Yeah the back four. Yep, absolutely. Um, that must be tough, but he showed a maturity. Yeah, but I think the other thing as well, and this is where Brendan Rodgers comes into his own, and we, we, we don't, we, we hear what he says before the game and after the game, we see a player's performance, but there's no doubt that Brendan Rodgers has taken Liam Scales aside. Yeah. You know, and, and worked with him mentally and obviously the, the coaching aspect, but he's given him a belief to say, you know what, you can be a Celtic player. You do deserve to have that that, that jersey on, on you're better than the greatest respect than going back up to Aberdeen and loan you can come and make an impact here work with me work hard put it in and we'll get you there probably in, in Liam Scales uh, respect he probably didn't think he was part of it he, he mm. felt like should I really be here 
and you can see as I said he, he's grown Martin makes a good point maybe that's down to the manager the coaching staff pulling him aside and saying listen you've got an opportunity you were brought first and foremost that thought you could eventually become a Celtic player but I tell you what he's not done himself any harm because no. um, as I said I think each game um, he's got better and better and as I said watching the game on Tuesday night I thought he, he out of all the defenders he was the most composed one well, David's on on the WhatsApp here. He's in Straven, he says. He's an Aberdeen fan and he thinks the Dons have missed Liam's skills and maybe that has been part of the problem for them. I mean, I know they did really well in Frankfurt last night yeah. to win defeat, but that could be a point for them, a factor. They're missing Liam's skills. Yeah, I mean, but I know I know for sure Barry Robson was desperate to get him back yeah, um, yeah. on loan, absolutely. And, um, you know, he, he probably thought he was going to get him back at the, at the end of the window, but Celtic had to, to hold on and see where, where things were going to go there. And then when and Celtic decided to sell... Uh, Carol Starfelt and was more of an onus on keeping um, Liam Scale so yeah there, there, there's no doubt that that's probably unsettled um, Aberdeen because he can play as a left-sided central defender he can play left-back or, or play in a, in a three and he was really solid um, for Aberdeen last season so yeah they probably yeah. do miss him was laughing a few moments ago because it wasn't faulty towers that I realised that <laughs> Robin's nest, it's Robin's nest <laughs> and I got that in my head and I was trying to speak back oh, about the football but I can, it was I can picture, Robin's I can nest him, remember yeah, that one do you remember right. that Barry yeah Robin's nest no, no. Robin's nest before his time right back to players that the yeah, managers can are the football, speaking about I went yeah, off that a wee bit yeah I went oh, off that a wee bit you did oh, it was good um, fun back to <laughs> Michael Beale he was speaking about Ben Davies earlier. I'll tell you who else he was speaking about. His one of his successes, the goalkeeper Jack Butland. Yeah, look, you sit with every player and talk things out and make sure their motivation's right, their aims are right, make sure they're the right fit for our dressing room. He was taking over uh, a modern day icon or legend at the club, and there's going to be a lot of eyes on him. But I think I've known of Jack for a number of years. I think all he's had here is an opportunity to play and show his quality. It's very early in his Rangers days. He'll tell you that himself. But we're delighted with him, obviously, as a to get him, obviously, as a as a free transfer. I think we've uh, we've done very very well. But as we say, it's the start of his Rangers career. Barry, that strike and he saved it well right at the end. Injury time from <laughs> yeah, Rodri. He, he's produced some top performances um, in terms of getting him on a free transfer. Up until now, it looks like an unbelievable piece of business. Um, I knew we were signing a good Rangers were signing a good goalkeeper. Because um, I remember as I remember him as a young boy at Birmingham, and he sh- had so much potential. And obviously, he's been on to have a really good career, but it's obviously stalled the last couple of years. And you're wondering, is your hunger really there? How's he going to produce the goods when he comes up? But I tell you what, he's he's felt the the big gloves um, of Alan McGregor's, and some of the saves that he's pulled off up until now have been top class. So he looks. A brilliant piece of business. And you sense there's a hunger there to win something, because that's what Rangers. Well, do you know what I like for a goalkeeper? I, I, I'm going on about yeah. Jack Butlin just now, yeah. and he's always talking, he's always organising, yeah. and screaming, and mm-hmm. I believe you need that for a goalkeeper. I mean, sometimes the goalkeepers that I play with do your head in, but I tell you what, see a goalkeeper that communicates and shouts and screams and organises, you can't beat it. You cannot beat it. How is Alan McGregor? Have you spoken to him? No, he's probably just chilling out and yeah. enjoying life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he made the right decision. You think so? Yeah. yeah I, I think um, he went on another year last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, uh, listen, he knew best, didn't he? Mm-hmm. When it was to call, call it a day. Listen, he had his testimonial against Newcastle. It was a brilliant turnout for who's been a brilliant goalkeeper for the club. But now Rangers need to move on and 
They've got Jack Butland in his place and up until now, listen, I think if you ask any Rangers fan, they'll be absolutely delighted how Jack Butland's uh, turned out for Rangers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm record of saying I think <clears throat> Alan McGregor was Stephen Gerrard's best signing, free transfer, uh, one of his very first signings. I think the, the wheels were in motion um, for it was a no-brainer to get Alan McGregor back on a, on a, on a free and um, Stephen Gerrard rubber-stamped it. And I think that Jack Butland will prove to be Michael Beale's best signing. You know, getting him on a right. on a free. Like I said, always knew there was quality. I just wasn't sure what stage he was at um, because he hasn't played uh, a lot of first team football in the past two or three years. But there's no doubt the the quality's there, the the hunger is there, and um, if Rangers are going to be successful uh, this season, then then Jack Butland's going to be a, a big part to play. But, I, but Michael Beale said it's it's early in his Rangers days. It is early, of course, as he's only played. 10 or 12 games for the club but you can already see Paul it's a brilliant signing and he'll be a strong strong Rangers player there's absolutely no doubts about his quality or his ability to be a top Rangers number one yeah it's one of the most important positions in a team as a goalkeeper and I've said it all along Paul when you've got a right good a top goalkeeper that's a physical presence can fill the goal can stop the ball from going in the net they're worth 15 at least points a season. Celtic and up until yep. now, I think Jack Butland's looking like he could be that for Rangers. The successor to one of the greats. Was he the best keeper you ever played in front of? Would yeah, you I say? mean, I, I was yeah. I was so lucky to play with, with so many. I mean, I only played a, a small amount of games with Andy Gorham. I don't know yeah, how good. Sure. You, you were very young. Like great yeah. Andy Gorham yeah. was. He was, yeah. he was just, um, he was unreal at times. Um, no doubt about it. Stefan Kloss Ante Niemi was a really Aye, good goalkeeper yeah. as well obviously Griegsy Brad Friedel Joe Hart Joe Hart Ben Foster um, wow. yeah how was Big Joe Joe Hart at that time what did as, you feel as, as a, a keeper no, yeah. you could tell he was going to mm-hmm. go back to Man City and be their number one mm-hmm. no I, I loved it. he was first in last out was he Joe wow. so he really trained hard yep and he, he commuted from Manchester. I mean, it's only what an hour, and, an hour and a half. Um, but he was in one of one of the first in and one of the, the last to leave, and you could see um, he was going to go back to Man City and be the the, the number one. But I mean, some of the goalkeepers that I mentioned there are not very good. They're top Thank class. You. Goalkeepers. Celtic will have to watch the Lazio goalkeeper, especially at set pieces late yeah, in the game. Brilliant. What did you make of that? We spoke uh, about it Wednesday night. Provedel, I loved it. If yeah. you haven't seen it, go on now on oh, YouTube. Just, because normally when that happens in the yep. play, when the play breaks down in the first phase, the goalkeeper just starts making his way back to the halfway line. But he stayed up there and then gone just to attack the ball. We've seen ghost of him. He's about six foot four, and you couldn't miss him. He's got a different <laughs> colour jersey on. But what a header! Absolutely. It's a great yeah, ball brilliant. as well. Oh, yeah. it's lovely. It's just, a run. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Time to perfection. And that could be a big goal for Celtic. Yeah, yeah. yeah in, the, in the league. It could be. In, in that yeah. group stage. Yeah, yeah. just Celtic just need to go one game at a yeah. time, Paul. Produce a, a big result. It's been a while since they've produced a massive result in Europe. And if they can beat Lazio, let's not forget, Lazio's at a top side. If Celtic can beat Lazio on, on October the 4th, it's a big, big one for Brendan and the players. Jack has asked, what was your favourite Faulty Towers? Given that that was the, oh, the wrong show, Mark. So, God. what's your favourite? Oh, they were, they, they were all Which called. One? I loved the yeah. Waldorf salad. I loved the, oh, gu- yeah. the, the gourmet night. Yeah. Um, 
Pulled off salad was good. That is good. They were all genius. Talking of genius, we'll get your predictions, both of you, of what's going to happen tomorrow and Sunday. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! Into the weekend, the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Mark Guidi, Barry Ferguson. I have to tell you, they are... um, on fire tonight looking forward to the games and there's something about European weeks okay it wasn't the best for Celtic great one for Rangers and for Aberdeen well I think they've come back with a lot of great hope so we'll find out in the next few weeks Celtic have got Lazio in town in a couple of weeks time and uh, for Rangers next up October the 4th Lima Solaway yep October the 5th yep. yep October the 5th looking forward and it'll still be, still be quite hot over there yeah. at yeah, that point be won't it yeah. but yeah you've got to be going over there and, and no disrespect to Lima so you've got to be going over there and taking the three points mm-hmm. for sure I don't care about how hot it is you've got to be making sure you're coming back with three points in that plane 3-2 win for Sparta last night. Um, right, tomorrow. That's last Which, 40 minutes. Yeah, just just enjoyed it. Holiday yeah. weekend. Uh, holiday yeah. weekend. That's what it is. A holiday yeah, weekend. Something in September weekend. Yep. Where will we start with the games for this weekend? Um, let's go straight to Livingston against uh, Celtic. I see David Martindale. I found this interesting. He said that when he became part of the management team at Levy, remember he was assistant manager yeah. and he wasn't that long out of prison, he said... Brendan Rodgers and the Celtic people were great with him and spent. And when he went then to Celtic Park, he would say, come in along with the manager, have a cup of tea. When he felt, he didn't know how people would react to him. And he said he always remembered how Brendan Rodgers treated him. And it's great to see respect from, you know, a huge name in the game. He said himself, former Liverpool manager at this point, this is 2016, 2017, and he spent time with him. Yeah, I mean, that that doesn't surprise me about Brendan Rodgers and, and, and all managers like that. And, you know, for David uh, Martindale, given his, his, his background, some of the things that he's been through, you know, they're probably in a bit of trepidation. Um, but he's handled it well, Paul. I mean, he's been, he's been terrific for, for Livingston. Some of the results that they've had, uh, he's kept him up for three or four um, years and, then he, and he's earned his place as a manager. Absolutely no doubt um, about that, the way he can, he can wheel and deal and set up his team and, and tactically... Um, he's on the ball so he knows about it and for Brendan Rodgers Brendan Rodgers like, like, like they all Paul the lookout for other I mean they'll, they'll tell you Paul Hartley will tell you when he lost his job but was it Falkirk maybe Brendan Rodgers right on the phone and Paul was up in a couple of days Lee McCulloch um, I think they lost his job at Kilmarnock yeah. Brendan Rodgers was on the phone when Brendan Rodgers was manager of Liverpool Derek McInnes was at Aberdeen Derek phoned him asking can I come down for a couple of right. days and see how yeah. you work at Liverpool of course you can boom then you come so it goes on we don't always get to hear about it they'll, they'll keep it quiet um, but no they, they, they try their best to, to, to look after each other and that's nice to hear and I know Walter was great with that and Absolutely, I know that Sir yeah. Alex Ferguson yeah. still the number of times you hear him his phone bill must be astronomical yeah, sometimes, I think Sir Alex <laughs> sometimes as well yeah. still the old fashioned man writes letters Does and he? sends them oh, to other managers yeah. as well just, which is lovely to hear yeah. you're still barred from Old Trafford <laughs> no no and Mark what do you think then so having said that, all those nice things about David Martindale, is it a Celtic win? Yes, yeah. of course it is, yeah. I think um, but it'll be tough, Paul. You know, Celtic don't have a great record there over the past mm. uh, few years, but um, the top of the table, a bit between their teeth domestically, I think Celtic will win 1-0. 1-0. Barry, what do you think? Yeah, listen, obviously I'm going to mention the surface. Yeah. It's, it's no ideal, but look, Celtic know what they're going to the, the, most of the players that will start the game I, I've played in the surface before 
so I don't think they'll use that as an excuse. I think it'll be pretty tight. I'm going to go Livingston 1, Celtic 2. Right, so 2-1, mm-hmm. pretty tight. And uh, you have observed with Kyogo because of the shoulder injury. Yeah, I've been, I've been watching him before. Listen, his movement and all that's still great, but I think about last season, he used to back into centre-backs. I'm not seeing him doing that. I don't know whether that's because of the old shoulder. Maybe it pops out, so... That's one of the reasons why, because he's had this problem for a, since last season. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Since so, last yeah. season, so that's why I'm surprised that they, they didn't bring in a, another centre forward. I know O's there as well, but that's why I'm um, I'm pretty shocked that they didn't dive into the market and bring another centre forward in. But he, he's still got to play. I think he's. He's the go-to man in terms of scoring goals for, for Celtic, um, as I said. But I think it'll be tight, it'll be scrappy, but Celtic will still come away with the three points. And of course, that would put them seven ahead of Rangers. We'll come to Rangers in a moment. That's the last games of the weekend. Aberdeen, Ross County and Rangers, Motherwell. Mark, a good one for you maybe, St Mirren, Hearts. Do you want to take that one next? What do you reckon? Second yeah. top of the table, St Mirren. Yeah, um, Hearts got a good win um, against Aberdeen last week with St Mirren, going to, going to Firth Park and just slogging it out. Um, I might nip along to Paisley and see that one tomorrow, Paul. E- what am I going to go for? I'm going to go for a 1 1 draw in Paisley. You're going for the draw? Yeah. Barry, what do you yeah, reckon? Yeah, I've got that written uh, down. Yep. yep I, I think it's um, two teams that are in real good uh, form in terms of results last weekend. So, yep, I'm going to go St. Man 1, Hearts 1. What about Hibs against St. Johnson, Barry? So, Nick fancy Hibs strongly. Mm-hmm. Nick Montgomery's come in. Um, should have been disappointed to drop two points last week at Rugby Park because I thought they were in control of the game but also you've got to give Kilmarnock credit for fighting back he's got a certain way of playing um, I think the crowd will be right behind him it's his first home game as manager I think they're going to beat St Johnson pretty convincingly 3-0 3-0 you reckon and Mark they've been getting some great crowds haven't they you know at Easter Road yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're so. good good, good uh, a good support of Ben. I watched Hibs uh, 2-2 at Kilmarnock uh, last week. It was really impressive. We're entertaining. I just wanted to take a wee, a wee bit too many gambles for my liking um, at the back. However, that, that's a modern way. He likes attacking football, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. You know, yep. Johan played well. Boyle played well. He, he unleashed them all. You know, and uh, Miller up and down the right-hand side from the right-back area was terrific as well. He's got a real good Indian, proper athlete. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Hibernian 3, St. Johnson 1. Right, 3-1 for Hibs. Dundee against Kilmarnock. Start with you, Mark. What do you reckon? Uh, so it's the it's the two managers, yeah, isn't it? The story yeah. there. <clears throat> Tony Dock against um, yeah. Derek McInnes. Uh, <clears throat> but neither of them are watched playing. So. La- yeah, <laughs> watched Kilmarnock last week. Dundee had been, been decent at home. I'm going to go for a Desmond there, Paul. We'll go for a 2-2. 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Barry, what do you feel? I'm going to go for a one-each draw. Right, yeah. yeah. both going for draws. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think mm. it's going to be a, a tight one. Two pretty even teams. Yeah, one each for me. What about Sunday then? Aberdeen, Ross County. Nobody thought the Dons would be in this position at this time. No, and they were my favourites for, for yeah. third place. It's just crazy how football works at times. They've got off to a real bad start. Who was it I mentioned? It? Was it you, Mark? There's no one game. Domestically, just apart from still in Albion. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I didn't even think of that. So, yeah, they've not the best starts. Listen, Barry Robson needs to get a win, but do you know what I'm going to? I'm going to go Aberdeen one, Ross County two. I'm, I think Ross County are going to win, and the reason why I'm thinking that is 
Aberdeen have not got the strongest mm-hmm. squad at this moment in time and Ross County are a decent team mm-hmm. so they'll be going there and what they need to do is because Aberdeen are not used to playing three games in a week so I think Malky Mackay will know that he'll have his players fired up and I think Ross County will beat them 2-1 Right, wow Yeah, I've, I've, I've written down nil nil purely just for Aberdeen coming off the back of Europe very tough to go in and then go and win on a Sunday Malky Mackay and his players with a full week prep a couple of days rest um, I think it'll be a draw but I agree with if, if there's to be a winner I would go Ross County but I think it'll be a nil nil I think it's going to be nil nil yep. and Rangers up against Motherwell let's hear from Michael Beale given that he played last night his team played 1-0 against Real Betis I think for this group I think for this group we've had a couple of bangs on the head it's fair to say at the start of the season we've heard it loud and clear from the outside all we can do is play the next game we've had two clean sheets coming out of the international break that's a real positive sign but listen nothing's done it was just one performance and there was a lot in that game that <clears throat> that I'm happy with there was an equal amount that we need to improve on need to improve on Barry what you feel yeah I agree with yeah. him and he's saying three bangs three big bangs Kilmarnock, Celtic, PSV um, and listen they're, they're on the right track as I said it's only two games I'm not getting carried away but they're on the right road and they need to show that same level of performance they did in the second half and if they do that I think they'll beat Mullow pretty convincingly 3-1 yeah, that's some record mother will have away God. from home, isn't it? Unbelievable. Yeah. And do you know what? Yeah. It's not going to be easy because Mother are a good team. They're very well organised, very well coached, and it's not going to be easy. So Rangers really need to be on their metal. And I'd be shocked if they're not, because they know the reaction that's going to come. If they're not, they're expected to produce what they've done last night. So for me, Rangers 3 1. Yeah, it'll be a complete different challenge, obviously. Motherwell have got a fantastic away record, I'm told. They haven't lost in, in, in a long, long nine months, is it, away from home? I think I've just been told outside. So, OK, it's an interesting uh, game at the weekend. They've had a week, they've had a chance to look at us and uh, it's important that we, uh, we don't have too many pats on the back, that we dust ourselves down tomorrow, we recover well, we go. We're right in the thick of the action now. We've got six games coming up in around 20, 21 days. Uh, when you win you want the next game to come quick and lucky for us they do this week yeah, I think there'll be a bounce from Thursday night last night for, for Rangers Motherwell will be hard to break down they'll be stuffy but uh, I think Michael Beale will make two or three changes to the starting lineup just to fresh up maybe one or two they want to gamble um, with so I'm going to go Rangers 2 Motherwell 0 and Rangers many changes it sounds as though this could be at some point I'm not saying you'll start Bailey Rice up against Lennon Miller who probably will start for Motherwell yeah, it would be it'd be great yeah. to see. Yeah. And it's it's great for the Scottish game, but um we just need to wait and see um what lineup. I think he will freshen it up a bit, but I wouldn't freshen it up too much because I think the players that played in that game, they'll have the shot in the arm, that bit of confidence and um go and try and get the three points against as Mark mentioned there, they're stuffy muddle. They're, they're, they're no pushovers. So they need to be on it if they're I want to make sure they get the three points and I, I think they will do that. The week then, it's been a big European week. Um, some atmosphere at Ibrox last night, but it's just not the same, Barry, is it, when it's not the Champions League music? I've been listening, you know, everywhere, rub watching it the in, telly. Rub it in. No, no, right, no, right, no, right, no, rub it in. no, no, because you want to be, obviously, you, yeah, you, you no, know, no, no, no. It's killing me, no, man. It's not <laughs> the same at the start without the Champions League music. That's my point. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a special tune. Uh, sure. Yeah, it's and, a special and, tune, regardless hey, of who's playing. 
that is a special tune. Do, do, do you know I was really yeah. happy yeah. buzzing oh, yeah. with ah, a good show yeah. and you've yeah. just you've okay. just killed it. Right, we'll try and hum the <laughs> Europa League music <laughs> if anyone can. No, I just meant what a week it has been to be back. Champions League football, Europa League, Conference League as well. I'm trying to dig myself <laughs> out of this one with 20 minutes to go. Any curling news, Martin? <laughs> Let's go back to 40 What was your favourite exactly. episode? I, I, I love every one of them. Honestly, oh, they're drunk. absolutely yeah. brilliant. Basil? Yeah, I think we'll have to <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks so much. Uh, will you both come back? Will we all come back in Monday if the management allows? Yes, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. I'll, I'll be here on Monday. Listen, have a great weekend. Good luck to Scotland women's tonight yeah. against England in Sunderland. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face to face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps we offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation available until 30th September 2023